Hey folks, welcome to the Aspire Natural Health podcast. My name is Dr. Tim Gersmar. At Aspire Natural Health, we are experts at treating digestive issues, autoimmune disease, and other hard to treat cases. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you interesting and informative discussions and topics, whether that's with us or other experts and interesting people. Listen, we want to reach as many people as possible and help as many lives as we can. This podcast is and always will remain free of charge. So we'll bring you the expertise, but we do need your help. There are two simple things that you can do to help us in our efforts to reach as many people as possible. Whether this is your first podcast or one of many, if you found these podcasts helpful, please do two things. The first is share it with any friends or people you know who might find it valuable. Again, it's free. Please drop them a line and let them know about the podcast. The second thing, which is really important, is to please head on over to iTunes and give us preferably a five-star review. Whatever you think we're worth, we're striving here to produce a five-star podcast. And it would really help if you would take a minute to drop us a five-star review. That way, iTunes ranks us highly. Other people can see and hear about us, and we can succeed in spreading the message of how to be informed about your health and how to get some help. So please share this podcast with a friend, head on over to iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. All right? Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, folks. It's Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. Today, we are talking a little bit more about cannabis. So if you'll remember a couple shows back, we had Nikki Pickering on. Uh, we talked about the use of medical cannabis uh, for pain and insomnia and some of those medical issues. Today, we are going to be talking about another issue, somewhat medical, but somewhat not, a really common issue that we have a lot of people come in for, and, and that is you know, feeling that their sex drive is really not where it should be. Now, you know, typically when men come in, they'll come in kind of, you know, and, and, and futz around in the office. And then at the very last minute, uh, before the visit's going to end, they start to mention, hey, you know, things aren't quite right. And maybe could we do something? And usually what they're talking about there is going to be some sort of erectile dysfunction. So they can't get an erection. So it's important we have to 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 separate here the the physical sexual function, so in a man's case, it's obviously pretty obvious their ability to get an erection from libido or the desire to have sex in the first place. So a number of years ago, there was that famous little blue pill that came out, right, which called Viagra and, and now a couple of others um, in that market, uh, which can restore erections and get men back to sexual function. Viagra, however, has you know very little impact on libido or desire for sex, which is usually, usually not a huge complaint uh, for men. Although we'll see when testosterone levels dip very low, you know, the desire to have sex, to have sex can disappear entirely. And for some men, um, restoring their testosterone, whether it's cleaning up lifestyle, taking care of natural factors to bring their testosterone back up, or whether uh, that's going to be the supplementation of testosterone uh, can, can make a huge difference. In fact, uh, you know, one of the funny complaints sometimes when we get men on testosterone, when we're fine-tuning their dose, is we may get a call from their wife saying, so, hey, <laughs> um, the, the dose is just a little bit too high. Uh, my husband won't leave me alone in this case, okay? Um, you know, on the flip side, we see 
that low libido, also there can be issues with sexual function, women around menopause as well, um, they can't lubricate as well, sex can become painful and uncomfortable, obviously there are some other medical conditions that can, that can be involved, but often for many women, it's a lack of libido, they just don't have a strong sex drive, and in many cases they're saying, you know, I'm feeling bad, my partner would, you know, wants to have sex, and I would like to have sex, but I just don't have any interest or desire uh, to do it. So, um, and, and, sorry, one last piece, and, and right now there really are no drugs. You know, Viagra um, doesn't, doesn't really do it for women, and it doesn't affect libido. They're one of the antidepressants, um, you know, I know has been remarketed, and they were trying to use it. Uh, I saw some trying in combination with Viagra to see if that would help women. And I think the trial came out and it was pretty, like pretty mild, pretty depressing as far as results. So having all of that set aside, when I saw our, our, the, our interviewee today, Karen Wagner, on Facebook talking about something uh, that she had found that helped with sexual desire for women, I thought, that's interesting. We need to have her on the show to talk. So Thank you for listening patiently, Karen. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> oh, yeah, doctor. It's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me on. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about cannabis. Absolutely. So most people, so we had a show where we were talking about cannabis, and most people are thinking about cannabis for one of two things. They're either strictly thinking about it just to get high, to get intoxicated, feel good, <laughs> all of that, or they're thinking of it kind of in the medical sense now, for dealing with side effects from cancer, chemotherapy, uh, dealing with chronic pain, inability to sleep, but you're taking cannabis uh, here in an entirely new direction. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing? Sure, uh, and I think you hit upon one of the big uh, issues, right? Mm -hmm. a, a lot of people think about cannabis as being something to uh, to get high yeah. to have, and which is you know fine because right. that's it's a lot of fun right uh, but what that does for women is it it counteracts their uh, their ability to have fun in the bedroom right so one of the things that we discovered quite by accident is um, a very a low lower dose of THC, a much lower dose of THC mm -hmm. will, will help women with their libido. Mm. It will actually not overstimulate their estrogen receptor sites mm. and allow them to relax mm -hmm. and enjoy. Mm -hmm. But normally, if they go into a dispensary or something, there is nothing but high THC products or products that are that work on pain receptor sites on mm. the endocannabinoid system. So, mm -hmm. so most of the time, when women go into a dispensary, they find a wide ver variety of high THC products because that's, that's a lot of what people want to have. But we found that lower THC products are what, ha are, are what enhance uh, libido, women's libido. Mm -hmm. So sex pot is a much lower THC than you might normally find. Awesome. Yeah. And just to re remind people, THC, cannabis is an incredibly complicated plan. And we're going to touch on a little bit there because I know Karen um, is doing some work. Most of the time we focus on these compounds called cannabinoids, which THC and CBD and some of those. She's also done a lot of work on these other class of compounds in cannabis called terpenes. And there's a whole lot there. But just for the moment, the cannabinoids 
you know, THC is, is considered the prime intoxicating substance. So yes, we talked about this in, in our medical show, that a lot of what's commercially available for people is going to be very high in THC. And that's sort of like, you know, going to buy liquor and going straight for the, 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 the strongest alcohol that's, that, that you can possibly find there. Um, and just like we would say with alcohol, you know, it's one thing uh, to, to slowly sip a nice wine with a little bit lower alcohol content. Another thing to just start pounding shots of, you know, vodka or, or, or whatnot. You're going to have a very different experience with that. We would say similarly, at least that's what I'm taking here, Karen, with, um, with cannabis, depending on the THC content, people are going to have very different experiences with the plant. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And again, women, women respond to a much lower THC. It doesn't antagonize their estrogen receptor sites, allows them to calm down, relax, and, and really enjoy uh, uh, sexual relations and right. enjoy other things as well. I think in general, uh -huh. uh, women, women need a lower THC than men just in, in, for all types of uh, cannabis usage. So for women out there who may have tried cannabis and found the experience pretty unpleasant, a part of the issue may have just been that what they chose was simply too high in THC for them? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I would just, you know, it's uh, pretty common knowledge that young men, which mm -hmm. is the primary market mm -hmm. for cannabis, mm -hmm. they, want, they want to get high and they want to get high fast. And just like you were making the relationship to alcohol, when they, they'll, they'll go for Everclear, right. you know, right. which is the highest possible alcohol content. Right. So that's what dispensaries have been uh, featuring. Well, we're seeing a big shift in that now as we uh, have legalization in, in many markets. You mm -hmm. have legalization up there in Washington. Yes. Oregon has uh, recreational and California just got approved for recreational as well. Mm -hmm. So now we have dispensaries that can open up and focus on different areas of the population and their needs, just like you would have in a a, a, a wine store, let's say. You can right. have a high-end wine store. You can have BevMo, which is more of a, a mid-range, you know, wine store. So you're going to you're going to see those types of uh places. In fact, mm -hmm. right here in Berkeley, mm -hmm. which has uh very few licenses available mm -hmm. for dispensaries, we have a new dispensary license that's coming on online which is all for seniors. Nothing but seniors. It's a, it's all the kinds of products that will focus on seniors. And by seniors I just mean, you know, older older folks, you know, right. 55 55 and up. Right. So again, so. very different, you know, just like we would say, right, I, I hate to compare alcohol and cannabis to one another because they're very different compounds. But again, it, it's something that a lot of people understand. And just like we'd say, you know, again, when it comes to alcohol, you know, obviously your young, young teenage boys are just looking to get trashed as fast as they can. You know, again, uh, older, let's say more sophisticated alcohol drinkers are, are looking for something very different. So it's interesting to think it only makes complete sense that we're going to see some segregation of the market with different, just like we'd say, you know, you're probably not going to get your, your well, let's say 22-year-old, right? We know younger people drink, but uh, you're not going to get your 21-year-old going into a store and purchasing a nice fine wine or an aged scotch or, or, or that for that experience. You know, similarly, hopefully you're not getting too many older folks uh, looking to get, you know, big boxes of wine in a box and, and, you know, like we said, Everclear and everything, <laughs> right? Right, right. Um, exactly. You know, the, the, what they're looking for is a very different experience. So it not only makes sense, it makes sense that we'd like to see that, um, 
you know, differentiation so that people can, can find what works better for them. Right. And that's what we're doing with my uh, my company, which mm-hmm. is called Paradigm Cannabis. We mm-hmm. are the, in addition to having developed Sexpot, which mm-hmm. is a, uh, a flower okay. for women and libido. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's meant to be smoked or, uh, you, you know, taken uh, uh, to be smoked. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. yep. uh, we have, we have developed, we, our primary business is developed a, a pharmaceutical grade extractions using CO2 extraction, okay. uh, uh, machinery that's used in the natural products industry. It's uh-huh. used to create all those different types of, uh, aromatherapy oils, like, you know, rosemary or a lavender oil oh. things. So it's the uh-huh. same type of machinery that's used to do those oils. Uh-huh. We are now, we use with cannabis to create a wide variety of uh, types of oil. Mm-hmm. So there's when we use this machinery, we get three different types of oil. We get oil that are used for edibles. Mm-hmm. We get oil that's used then for vape pens. Mm-hmm. And then we also get oil that are the straight terpenes. Okay. And the, the terpenes, are, and you alluded to it earlier in your conversation, mm-hmm. the terpenes have some of the most uh, beneficial parts of the uh, cannabinoids mm-hmm. to, for very specific things. Hmm. As an as an example, mm-hmm. um, the 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 terpenes beta carotene mm-hmm. is is for pain management. Hmm. So when you can produce and isolate beta carotene, that's that's fantastic for pain management. Oh. You have you have other um, terpenes, and we know this from the natural products industry also, like D-limonene, D- mm-hmm. right, has, mm-hmm. has been used in cancer research. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're looking at, wow, if we can isolate cannabis D-limonene, mm-hmm. will that have even a more attractive uh, uh, benefit for right. in, in cancer in cancer treatment? Right, right. So all mm-hmm. of these all of these new types of things we've uh, uh, we're you know it's. A market finally expanding more and more and more each each day as we finally have uh, more relaxed regulations that allow us to right. create so, new compounds. Right, and we desperately, you know, again, we desperately need to see decriminalization so that science can be done on these. Like we'd love to see, you know, that these different extracts and these different compounds are well studied so that you know we can have better medicines. Uh, for a whole wide range of issues. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, what? So, for for the woman then uh, that that's hearing this and thinking, well, I'm having some trouble with my libido. Um, mm-hmm. I like to have. So, we have to say this, right? One of the reasons for low libido can simply be that you don't like your partner, right? Yeah, that, that's um, and if that's that's the reason, then no pill. Uh, no, you know, no vape, no nothing is going to necessarily really help that. There, there's a, you know, the, the relationship needs work first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But for the person who would like to have sex with their partner, but just finds that they don't have a libido, um, maybe never ventured into this, um, maybe has little experience with cannabis, or again, maybe some just for, you know, the pure recreation of getting high and and feeling intoxicated, you know, how would they venture into this? What what would they try? What what should they expect? Or, or right, you know, well, if they they if you're in California, you can get mm-hmm. a hold of Sexpot at many okay. different dispensaries. But uh-huh. if you're not, uh, you know, obviously now we can't. We still don't have federal regulation, which means mm-hmm. we cannot uh, we cannot 
cross state lines with products. Okay. So mm -hmm. it's not available in Oregon. It's not available in Washington. Mm -hmm. However, a woman can indeed go to a dispensary and ask for a, it's hard to find, but right. ask for a lower THC. Something in the range of 12 mm -hmm. um, is, is ideal. Okay. 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 Anything beyond 12, uh, 12 THC mm -hmm. is, is going to just be something that, again, antagonizes the estrogen receptor sites and makes a woman feel less interested in sex, okay. not more, mm -hmm. more interested in sex. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the lowest possible THC. And mm -hmm. an indica a dominant strain is ideal, a hybrid indica dominant strain. If you can get, uh, you know, uh, uh, a nice, not a sativa. A sativa will, uh, is, is more energizing, okay. invigorating, mm -hmm. and that's not necessarily what you're looking for as well. Right. So it's assuming that, you know, m m most, most women or not, not, many women have mm -hmm. Uh, sexual desires in the evening as opposed to first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's kind of another thing. It kind of, you know, it doesn't really matter <laughs> time-wise. <but laughs> yeah, uh-huh, sure. But women are a little bit more specific about their timing. They're ready to relax in the evening. Right. And so you don't want to have something um, hyper-stimulating like a sativa. So right. a hybrid, indica-dominant, low THC in the 12 range is perfect. So the 12% range. So, you know, again, to anyone listening out there, ideally, look, if you're in any place where it's legal, especially where recreation is legal, like we said, California, Washington, Oregon are great places or other states um, as well. You know, the dispensary that you choose should, I, I, this goes without saying, but obviously it should be clean, it should be professional, and the people behind the counters should be knowledgeable. If they're not <laughs> You're in the wrong place. Like, go and find somewhere else. Exactly. You know? Very true. Very um, true. And so, true. you know, most, you know, so you should be able to approach the people in the store. They should be friendly and welcoming. And you should just be able to lay out for them, hey, I'm looking for a low THC product around 12% or as low as you've got. Again, uh, to Karen's point here, asking for an indica strain or... or um, um, Shoot, I forgot the word, or, or cross. Uh, right, hybrid. Uh, hybrid. Hybrid, thank you, hybrid, yes. Um, and, and they should be happy to help you. Now, again, if women have little experience, so, okay, so they've gone to the store, Karen, uh, they found something. If they're in California, they've asked for the your sex pot products. Now, again, are those only smokable? Are they edibles? Or, or what, what are the options for your line? Right. So right now they're just, it's just, uh, smoking, okay. uh, available uh -huh. as smoking. You know, uh -huh. we, uh, are always constantly expanding the, our horizons and, and different offerings, but mm -hmm. boy, in this marketplace, you can't, it's hard to keep up. Sure. So <laughs> right now it's just for smoking. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, and then what are they looking to do? Is this something you would do? So again, you know, they're thinking, okay, this evening I'm going to have, some, I'm going to have sex with my, with my partner. Um, is this something they would do shortly beforehand? Would they do it a ways beforehand, like right before? What, what, what mm -hmm. kind of experience are, are women um, that are using your product? What, what well, they, I, I mm -hmm. would highly suggest structuring a great date night. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. would be, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of everything. Right. So don't, sure. don't, be, don't be afraid to uh, smoke a little bit of cannabis, spend mm -hmm. a little time talking to your partner, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. go ahead and have that glass of wine. Mm -hmm. And uh, if, if your partner, you know, prefers the higher THC, well, you know, he can have a different, uh, a different, a different strain. Right. Uh, 
So I and, saw I yeah. saw in your because uh, I was reading through your literature, you were finding that men don't seem to respond as well. They're not having the same kind of of reaction from sex pod as women are. Right. No, it's primarily it's primarily for women. Okay. Uh, you know, again, to your point of a little bit earlier in the conversation, mm -hmm. uh, you know, men rarely have a, a problem with libido unless it's it's it, libido is not the issue. Uh, uh, for you know, many men, uh, right? From for many men, right? right? right. It was not the issue. So, right. right. It's 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 mo so they just while they can smoke, you know, mm -hmm. sex pot, mm -hmm. and, and it'll be a much milder high for them, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that will particularly uh, enhance their uh, their libido or not. Mm -hmm. It really it really just doesn't it just doesn't work that way for men. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, that's it's it's good to know, right? Again, and mm -hmm. and what we're coming to is sort of different people need different things. This is like a, a big piece of medicine in general that that we in the sort of integrative, alternative, natural, like whatever word you want to use for it, are trying to get across that one size does not fit everybody. Mm -hmm, and, right. And that depending on who you are, where you are, what you are, your needs are going to be different. So we're again, we're finding that this lower THC strains are working better for women, maybe a little bit higher THC strains for men, different again for older people, younger people, you know, depending on where and what you're looking for, you're going to need something different and expecting one thing to, to cover everybody. It, it just doesn't work. Right. Right, right, right. So um, I cut you off because I just wanted to bring it uh, on, not on purpose. <laughs> I wanted to bring in about men. But so we're saying for, for many women, if they're trying this, obviously, absolutely, 100% behind you. Have a date night, have some conversation, connect with one another, um, and that women can be, can be using sex pot or something similar um, kind of through that experience. Is that? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You know, nothing ever, you know, you you want to create your atmosphere right. for, for your, your, your romance. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is, uh, for women, that's a good, a good portion of, yeah. of the libido enhancement yeah. is, is having an appropriate time and place and, uh, and, and atmosphere. Right. So right. nothing beats, nothing beats ch chatting with your partner for a while, uh, maybe under the influence of a little sex pot. Uh, <laughs> And uh, a glass of wine. That Very good. Be. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so we said, you know, we have this issue. So again, we have states now, in our case, the West Coast, California, Oregon, Washington, medically and recreationally, cannabis is legal in each of those states. Federally, right. of course, the, the prohibition against cannabis continues. So what, if I'm hearing you correctly, what that means is within the states themselves, Mm -hmm. You can grow, process, and distribute cannabis, but you can't actually then, you know, if you create a product, you can't ship it outside of your state. Right. You can't ship it legally outside of your state. Or, or correct. <laughs> Le <laughs> right, right, right. People do whatever they do, but, right. but, not, but not legally. Right. Exactly. So, you know, there's been a change and, uh, and I wanted to bring this up. Um, so CBD people, mm -hmm. we talked about it pretty sure. extensively in pain in, in our discussion of pain relief as well. Right. Um, it is completely non-psychoactive, meaning you cannot, there is no high whatsoever associated with CBD. And we talked, well, that's not, that's not entirely true. Okay, please. 
Well, okay. ed educate so, me. I would love to. Right. Mm -hmm. So, if so, CBD from hemp. Okay. There is no psychoactive piece. Okay. Because hemp itself does not have. It has extremely low. Doesn't have extremely low THC. We're okay. talking about, you know, one percent THC. Right. Maybe two percent. Okay. So CBD from hemp has oh. no psychoactive. Okay. However, mm -hmm. CBD from hemp is also not the same CBD that has been indicated in clinical studies to be of value in treating pain or other medical conditions, epilepsy, things like that. Huh. Basically, okay. CBD from hemp mm -hmm. is snake oil. Hmm. It, has, it has no ther it has little or no therapeutic value. Hmm. Also, you're not, you don't know where the CBD from hemp comes from because it can be shipped across state lines because it has no THC in it. Right. It, it can come in from China or India or other countries that are not as, in fact, the CBD that, from hemp that comes in from China uh -huh. is, is often laced with high, high heavy metals because it is a byproduct of another extraction process. Oh. So it is left over mm -hmm. from an extraction process and then sold to uh, folks in the US, hmm. which is it's just very sad. Hmm. And, and indeed has little or no therapeutic value. Interesting, now, okay, uh-huh. The CBD from cannabis, however, mm -hmm. does have therapeutic value, has proven therapeutic value, but it comes from the cannabis plant. So mm -hmm. it has a very small amount of THC. Well, depending on the strain. Sure. It has a small amount of THC. Mm -hmm. So it is not as psychoactive as THC. Mm -hmm. But it is that synergistic effect that makes that, you know, that, that nature provides us, that mm -hmm. true natural medicine provides us, mm -hmm. that allows that CBD and THC to work synergistically together mm -hmm. to to alleviate many health concerns. Mm. So, so what I'm hearing from you is both, again, as always, source matters where your where where whatever it is comes from and how it's treated. So again, you know, just like with the foods that we're eating, the other herbal medicines or things that we might be taking or using, if those are grown in, you know, poor quality soil with pesticides, herbicides and other compounds, you know, that's going to reflect on ultimately the quality of, of that food or that herb or whatever it might be. Absolutely. And then Absolutely. what I'm, what I'm hearing is, you know, CBD in isolation without any THC or with utterly minuscule amounts of THC just doesn't give the same kind of effects as, as the, this, the, the synergy or the combination of, of both of those together. That's right. All the, the all the clinical studies that we do have for the benefits of CBD mm -hmm. have been done on cannabis CBD hmm. and and not hemp CBD. Interesting. Interesting. So, so you you can't you can't equate the two. I mean, maybe mm -hmm. someday there'll be some clinical studies on mm -hmm. hemp CBD, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, but right now there are none, and so therefore you cannot say that hemp CBD will do the same thing. And and mm -hmm. in fact, many people I I work with several doctors now right. that that from my work in the natural products industry long mm -hmm. ago mm -hmm. that are developing CBD lines um, themselves, mm -hmm. lines of products, and mm -hmm. they say there's absolutely no comparison between hemp CBD and cannabis CBD. Fascinating. So yeah. 
to people out there, if you've tried CBD and found that it hasn't been helpful for you, you mm -hmm. the answer might not be that CBD doesn't work. It might be that, you know, again, the source or, or, or where it comes from, uh, if it's extracted from hemp, then maybe, um, you, you know, you weren't getting the effects and maybe a cannabis, a good, clean cannabis extracted uh, CBD might give you the benefits that you're looking for. Right. And you want to look mm -hmm. at something that you potentially want to look at something that's high CBD, low THC. So uh -huh. you're going to look for a ratio. So uh -huh. we we just won uh, the, the prestigious Emerald Cup Award here mm -hmm. in in Northern California mm -hmm. for, for our one of our CBD products. And that is a 26 to one CBD to THC. Okay. It still has it still has THC in it. Right. But it doesn't have, a, you know, it has a it has a very low amount of THC. Yeah. So twenty six to one would equate to uh, something like a, it's six hundred and thirty milligrams of CBD in a gram to two point five milligrams of THC. Mm. So. And I know I've seen some hemp, I've seen some hemp products that some patients have been using that have been like two hundred to one ratios and things before so there's absolutely you know microscopic amounts of thc in correct. It. So, correct um correct. but what i wanted to that's great and very useful information for people um what i wanted to bring up was uh unfortunately the the fda recently has classified cbd as <laughs> as an illegal substance yes and i think that that's a good thing Okay. Because what mm -hmm. that does is it allows us then to have the same oversight mm -hmm. with uh, hemp CBD as t as as cannabis CBD. Mm. Okay. So mm -hmm. for me, more regulation means that we have safer products. Okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But does this mean that many? So what I found is that CBD was being able to be shipped across state lines mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and people in places where there were no dispensaries, where there wasn't, um, you know, they weren't able to purchase cannabis legally, were able to mail order it across the internet and everything mm -hmm. and, and get those products. Does this mean, does this ruling now mean potentially that all of that is going to go away for those people? Well, I am, I am not a lawyer, although okay. sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes I sound like one. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It is my understanding that, yes, that they will no longer be able to ship legally. Yes. Legally is the yes. operative word there yes. across, mm -hmm. across state lines okay. and that they will be subject to the same types of, of scrutiny that we are currently being subject to in mm -hmm. both medical and recreational. Mm -hmm. And those would be things like, you know, pesticide screening mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, appropriate labeling mm -hmm. and all of those types of uh, issues that we deal with on the cannab on cannabis uh, issues uh -huh. would now apply to hemp issues as well, hmm. hemp CBD as well. So, yeah. again, that I believe that's a good thing. Now, if because if your hemp CBD had high pesticides in it and mm -hmm. you're you're taking that as a as a therapeutic or therapeutic or medical product right well gee you know no thank you right so right. now now they will be uh subject to those same rules and regulations that cannabis is which are very strict by the way so right. <laughs> no it's so, good to know and like like we said yeah. you know regulation it, of course has both pros and cons and, and you know definitely making sure that product is safe. Again, if someone, like you said, if someone is taking something for a medical reason, but there are high levels of, let's just call them bad things in there, concentrated pesticides, you know, heavy metals or a variety of things, 
you know, they can simultaneously be getting benefit but doing harm to themselves at the same time. And if right. there's no regulation, no labeling, no testing, none of that stuff, you know, the consumer can't make a choice. They have no right. idea. Right. 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 Um, exactly. So do you have any predictions? Obviously, we've got, uh, and we won't even go into this by any stretch, we've got a new and let's just call it interesting administration in place. Um, you know, we're seeing that the trend towards statewide legalization, you know, continues and is growing. Do you have any predictions based on your work in the field? Um, you know, do you think we're going to have uh, uh, cannabis legal in all the states? How, how long do you think it'll be before we see some change on the federal level? Do you have any guesses? Okay, well, certainly we're not going to see any changes on the federal level for the next four years. That's mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So we can push that out the window. But mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, after uh, the, things change in four years from now, right. uh, we'll, we'll have a more uh, uh, friendly administration to, to, those, to those laws. Mm -hmm. uh, and I believe that, there, well, the belief out there is that, you know, we're, you know California's had medical marijuana for 20 years. We were the right. very first in the, in the country. So mm -hmm. it's, we're not, that is not going to change. Right. There, it, it, they may prove to be a little bit more difficult around, around recreational, mm -hmm. but I, I don't believe so. I, I think things are going to just continue on. They've got a lot of fish to be frying this year, these next four years, mm -hmm. and I, don't, I think I think actually, you know, cannabis is one of the lower mm -hmm. uh, ones on the rung. Mm -hmm. so that's my prediction. Yeah, yeah. So you think we'll see more states, you know, at the minimum pulling for medical and then, you know, also seeing others, you know, coming out for full recreational as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah exactly. I tend. But, but I, we're not going to we're not going to see overall we're not going to see federal legalization for at least another four years. Yeah, and again, the real problem there uh, on some level is that stymies actual research because researchers you know, are unable um, to get funding and to do the work, and then it becomes a catch twenty two because if there's no research that you can point to to show that it shouldn't be illegal, then they say, well, there's no research, but because it's illegal, they can't do research. And then we get into this tremendous bind uh, where, right. where it gets stuck, essentially. Right. So thankfully, right. we're seeing right. the states themselves moving ahead, uh, going towards legalization, and the sky, incredibly, is not falling uh, when that happens. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Well, we've been talking today about a product, you know, again, most people, when they look at cannabis, they think of either for the intoxicating aspects, which again, if, if people choose to do that, perfectly fine. That's their choice. We've talked about cannabis for medical uses like pain uh, and, and other issues. And we've talked about how CBD, it's important to recognize where it comes from and be aware of some potential issues there. Today we brought up the use of cannabis for something I think a lot of people just have never thought about before, and that's the important issue of female libido. So there is a specific product. If you're in California, Karen, again, how can what is your product and how can people search it out? Sure, uh, the product is called Sex Pot, mm -hmm. and uh, you can you can go to uh, Leafly or other other websites and mm -hmm. find the different dispensaries. Mm -hmm. I don't actually. I don't actually do the distribution of the product to the dispensary, so I don't have the the list on my um, on the tip of my tongue. But uh -huh. yeah, you can, or you can go to the website and make an inquiry on the website to find out where it's available. Nice, nice. And then if you are not in California, the advice is you can approach, uh, you know, approach your dispensary. Find again, find one that's clean, knowledgeable, and well staffed. 
and uh, you know ask them for uh, you know 12% or as low as they have in THC content and then an indica strain or a hybrid do some experimentation yourself and you may find that it's an incredibly valuable um, and, and essentially you know risk uh, almost completely risk-free uh, uh, piece that could totally revolutionize uh, your sex life possibly yeah I Absolutely. Think so so where right. can people search you out? Uh, again, we talked about they can check Leafly or, or talk with their dispensaries if they're in California. But if people want to know more about the work that you're doing, if they want to check out um, the awards you won, uh, where can they go to find out more about you, Karen? Oh, well, thank you. That, uh, yes, that my website is paradigmcannabis.com. Okay. Paradigmcannabis.com. Are you guys on social media? Anywhere else they should look? You know, we're not. We're not okay. on social media. Yeah, what? we're just it's a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we primarily make the raw material that goes into other people's products. Ah. So we're a raw material wholesaler. Okay. So okay. that's a, that's more of what we do. Any big plans coming up for the rest of 2017? Any, any secrets behind the works that you want to share? Well, yeah, we mm -hmm. are. We've launched down in Southern California a uh, unique syringe for mm -hmm. CBD and mm -hmm. we've uh, made available the award-winning CBD that we had at the Emerald Cup. So it's called Pure CBD mm -hmm. and right now it's only available in Southern Cal but mm -hmm. we keep expanding that every day. Nice, nice, fantastic. All right, well they can go ahead and check you guys out at ParadigmCannabis.com. Karen, I want to thank you for taking the time uh, to come on and talk about, you know, A, something that, you know, a lot of people uh, ha have nothing to treat again women are just kind mm -hmm. of like you know patted on the head maybe given an antidepressant um and told to you know just kind of buck it up and um you know a, a, a new uh, for many people aspect to cannabis which could be very helpful for people so thank you for joining us today yeah thank you doctor thanks oh, for having me awesome all right thank you bye-bye right. now all right, folks, that wraps up another episode of the Aspire Natural Health podcast. If you enjoyed it, we hope you've subscribed to us over at iTunes. You can also check us out at our website, www.aspirenaturalhealth.com. That's Aspire as in A-S-P-I-R-E, naturalhealth.com. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash aspirenaturalhealth, or check out our library of videos over at YouTube. Just go over to YouTube and punch in Aspire Natural Health. You'll find us there. So a couple great more ways you can check out our free educational materials. At Aspire Natural Health, we are experts at treating gut dysfunctions, autoimmune diseases, and other hard-to-treat cases. If you that's you or someone you know, you can always contact us and schedule a free 15-minute consult with myself and find out if we are the right fit and we can help you out with your issues. So simply check us out, check out our website. Again, that's www.aspirenaturalhealth.com or give us a call at 425-202. 7849. You can set up that free 15 minute consult. All right, folks, until we meet again, take care.